the South of the Six podcast, bringing you the latest on your favorite Toronto sports teams from south of the Canadian border. Here's your host, Adam Corsair. And a very happy Canada Day to all of you. Welcome to the South of the Six podcast. We are part of the StadiumScene.tv network and part of the Overtime Media crew. This is NBA free agency time. And everyone is stressed, including myself. Joining me today to discuss all things NBA free agency and maybe Kawhi Leonard coming back to the Raptors or not is Connor Chambers of Toronto (laughs) Sports Views. Connor, happy Canada Day, man. Thank you. Happy Canada Day to you. Um, If you you, want to just wave your Canadian flag in (laughs) Rhode Island and say we are the champs, baby, what's up? I do it all the time, man. Are you um, are you taking the week off or is it just today? No, it's it's just it's just today. I'm going to kind of chill out here and stay by my phone attentively. And I have my tweet notifications on from Woj because Sham seems to be late this year. So, um, Shams, you're getting bodied. Be better. Uh, Woj is doing it, even though he's got an agenda for the Clippers. So, um, I'm just hoping that we get some Kawhi news today. I know that at the time of recording this, they have just released Open Gym. Um, I have not watched it. I will when we are done. I don't know what the tone is, or I don't know if... I know that they previewed Kawhi Leonard potentially like at the end of the episode or something like that. I don't know what that's all about. I will know after this is done, but um, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm really curious to see that particular episode. Yeah. Um, I saw the, the tweet by Raptors Twitter and I was like, Oh hell yeah. Time to watch this right before we record. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it's an hour. I can't, yeah. I can't be watching yeah. this for an hour, but um, yeah, it's, Look, I think everyone is excited, nervous. Um, there are a lot of people out there much more confident than I am. Uh, Me. I, I would put you in that category. Yes. Um, yes. We we don't have to just unpack the Kawhi Leonard uh, rumors and innuendos or whatever. We can talk about other free agent signings that may have an impact on the Toronto Raptors. But I think it's fair to begin this episode by talking about... Uh, the impact of Kawhi Leonard signing with the Raptors or with another team. Um, I think right now the the focus is, and correct me if I'm wrong, the focus is primarily on the Raptors and the Lakers. I don't think the Clippers have a shot at this um, at the time, and it's important to note that we are recording this just around 12 o'clock p.m., on Canada Day. So anything can change during this conversation. Anything can change after this recording. But as of right now, I do think it's a Raptors-Lakers race. What say ye? No, knowing our luck, the news is going to break like as we finish recording this. <laughs> <laughs> we always get lucky, though. Before we record a podcast, we usually get breaking news right before the podcast starts. And it's almost like we have this beat on it and we're like, oh, great, we can talk about it. But I feel like something's going to happen right after. But um, I actually I don't I don't buy the Lakers hype. Um, I don't believe that Kawhi wants to join a super team with LeBron and with uh, Anthony Davis. And this is where I will give Shams credit. He did kind of come out and say that he believes it's more Raptors and Clippers. 
Okay. And I'll take Shams's word over Chris Broussard because I think that that guy has a big agenda too. And um, I think that he's like doing, he's got, someone's got blackmail on him from the Lakers organization. And <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll do whatever you want, man. Lakers are the favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I've, I've never bought into the Lakers hype. I still don't. Um, and I won't. Unless he can, unless it's signed on the dotted line and he's going there, then I'll be like, wow, I was wrong. Like, I like here, I, I blew it. I suck. Right. Like, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. I still think it's Raptors Clippers. And that's why in this case, I still think that the Raptors are the favorites because, um, A, I don't think that Kawhi wants to join a team that literally has like no depth. Like, he just won a championship with depth. Like, we, we had injuries. He's going to be sitting out for, games how can he really do that with the lakers like i know that you can say well lebron and ad will play so you can get some time off but you know it's the lakers you can't i just don't know if missing like 20 regular season games is is going to be acceptable quote unquote not just by their front office but like by the fans right because we as the Raptors fans like, well, if we can keep Kawhi, maybe load management's going to help us. And um, Lakers fans are like, God damn it, play. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't see a fit there. I don't get it. I, I still don't. I know that there's more rumblings towards Lakers. Like I'm not, I'm not brushing those aside. I just don't see a fit. Um, I still think it's Raptors and Clippers, which is what leads me to still be confident in the Raptors. I don't necessarily disagree that the Raptors are um, handling this in a in an advantageous way to sign a guy like Kawhi Leonard. Um, nothing has leaked from Raptors camp, not a thing. There hasn't been a single rumor regarding the Toronto Raptors signing anybody. Only thing that's out there as of this moment, exactly 12 o'clock on the dot, um, is that they are pursuing Kawhi Leonard. And I th- don't even consider that reporting. I consider that an obvious um, non-statement, really. Um, but when you look at the landscape of the East right now, it certainly has shifted, right? The The acquisition of Kevin Durant, albeit not going to play for their, probably the entire season over to Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving going to Brooklyn, um, Jimmy Butler heading to Miami. Um, I still think that's happening, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think that they fixed it or okay. something like it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you have these scenarios in which the landscape of the East has changed. And you look at the Western Conference right now, and that has certainly changed. Um, the Golden State Warriors, like I said, are without Kevin Durant now. Um, they did acquire um, D'Angelo Russell, but as from recent reporting, they are looking to trade him sooner rather than later to uh, attain assets over the loss of Kevin Durant. So it's kind of like a clusterfuck over there in the West. That being said, the Lakers are kind of sitting pretty right now with LeBron and AD. And I don't know the mindset of Kawhi Leonard in terms of his his feelings of super teams joining with all-star superstar caliber players. Um, we tend to assume that that is not his cup of tea, but if we're being fair about this, we have no evidence that provides that he is not 
of that ilk, right? He's never come out and said, I don't ever want to play for a super team. The only evidence that we have contrary to him joining the Lakers is a little audio blurb in the middle of this season saying he wasn't a Lakers fan growing up and that he hated them. And I don't know that that is evidence enough to say that he wouldn't join them. I think if the situation, the medical staff, and the money is right, I think it's kind of everything else equals out. That is my fear about this. My fear is that Kawhi Leonard's going to look at the situation, and if we consider that winning and opportunity and health are all the same in Toronto and L.A., I'm worried that he's going to take the geography at a higher clip and sign the dotted line with the Lakers. Well, I'm glad you brought up that point about um, Kawhi stating midseason that he wasn't a fan of the Lakers. And the reason why I say that is because all these reports coming out, uh, and I'll use Stephen A. Smith as an example from earlier, from a day or two ago, when he was on first take and, and his source, a.k.a. Magic Johnson, <laughs> said, <laughs> said um, uh, there's he's, there's serious interest in Kawhi Leonard joining the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, like, and he goes, Kawhi grew up a fan of the Lakers. No, he didn't. Right. No, right. he didn't. So stop saying, stop spewing shit out of your ass. Because you're you're not you're you're making yourself look like a clown. You're making your information look false. This is why I don't believe anything anymore, unless it's coming from Woj or Shams or, or those, those either of those two. That is it. Even if even if I think Woj has a bit of an agenda, when his word is final, his word is final. Right. Right. So I I still I don't know. I just think that there's so much. Look, and Stephen A. Smith, like yesterday, when the free agency stuff was going down, he's like, oh, I got a headache because I don't know what's going on anymore. Now I hear it's the Raptors and the Clippers and the Lakers have pulled out because they want they wanted to get Jimmy Butler. And now, oh, now Jimmy Butler's in Miami. So I don't know. What to, and like, you know, it's none of this is it's all just wind. Right. Right. So the thing that I always come back to and the thing that I tweeted out was Raptors fans. Look, there's one thing that is for certain in all of this. Rumor mill, conspiracy, uh, whispers in the air, bullshit. And it's that the Raptors have the final meeting with Kawhi Leonard. They have the final meeting. Whenever those meetings take place, because we know they didn't take place yesterday. So he has the final meeting, or the Raptors have the final meeting with Kawhi Leonard. Right. That is A, it's not just A, a show of respect. It's B, I've heard what every team has to say, and now I come back to you because... At the end of the day, I feel like in this moment, before all this has started, I'm leaning, even if it's 1% more towards you than someone else. So we have to we have to understand that he's taking the last meeting with the Raptors, and that is not insignificant. I don't disagree. I guess maybe I'm just falling victim in the the hype and the narratives you are. and you are. Yeah, the, the rumor and innuendo on Twitter about... Um, the interest and the mutual interest between the Lakers and himself. Um, I guess, I don't know. It's when you look at the reporting that's coming out of Lakers camp or regarding the Lakers, um, if he's really testing the leakage, right? If he's really testing whether or not people are going to keep things tight lipped, then I think that's advantage Raptors as we've been covering and disadvantage Lakers. Because if this conversation with Magic Johnson is legitimate, that has been reported, that's out there, right? That's it. That's out there. It's been leaked. It's been discussed. It's been reported. 
Um, but I, there's just part of me that is saying he knows what he's getting into in Toronto. There sh- I understand the merit of having an, a meeting with Masai and co. It, it might be due diligence at this point. It might be a tremendous show of respect as you've uh, classified it. But when you, when you really examine it and think about it, does he really need a meeting with Toronto? Like it, I feel like he knows the situation there. He knows the benefits of being with the Raptors when it comes to the tangibles and intangibles. He knows what he's getting himself into. And I don't mean that as a negative spin or anything. He just knows what they have available to him. Um, I'm not saying this meeting is pointless, but he probably, if he had already talked to the Clippers and the Lakers and their staff, he already has something to compare it to. So this decision should be made sooner rather than later, I feel. Don't you agree? I I think that it will be made sooner rather than later, but I think that the reason why he's giving the Raptors a final meeting is he's going to say, look, these are, this is kind of an idea of where these teams want to go, their timeline of stuff. Um, I know what I can get now. Currently, I I understand that. What will I get if I sign here in three years? What will I get in year four? Will will I have a competing team? Um, What's your trajectory looking like? Like, what do you like? Contracts come off the book next year. Um, What's the plan? Right? Like the year after this one coming up. What's the plan? Right. What are you going to do? So to me, as a free agent, those are the questions now. If I've been with a team for a year, if I've been in Kawhi shoes, and you may okay, so what are you you're you're clearly a smart dude, Masai. You you clearly have a smart group of people around you. I know what I'm getting with the medical staff, but my teammates are gonna be different a year after this. What's the plan? And that I think is a big question of why the Raptors also get the last meeting. Say, like, okay, if you can if you can tell me and if I'm satisfied with your answer of what's going to be in Toronto, then yeah, I stay. I like the optimism. I really do. I, I know. I, I know. You're, you're but you just, just let it, just let it flow through you, Adam. Of course. Stop fighting it. Stop. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, so usually when we record a show, my phone is on airplane mode. This is the first time that it's not right. I don't yeah, like I interference. Yeah, yeah, I don't like interference coming through the microphone or through the the internet connection or the Wi-Fi or whatever. But right now, I'm making an exception. So, like, little tidbit, if you hear any vibration noises in the background, first of all, I apologize. Second of all, I'm just waiting for that Woj tweet because I'm tired of hearing about, like, Taj Gibson. I don't care. Like, I don't care oh. about any of these oh, players. We can, oh, don't even get me started. Oh, that's, that's another can of worms that I want <laughs> I want to open later. That's, oh, we oh. can. We can. Oh, my God. But when it comes to Kawhi, we can put a bow on it here because I I don't know if we're going to get anything uh, of significance, you know, the longer we talk about it. It's not like we're going to force Woj's hand here. But it's this is going to have serious implications for the Raptors in their future, right? You talked about this meeting and what they're going to do in the future. I don't, and this isn't to shit on your suggestion. I just don't know that it's responsible of Masai to say, this is what we're going to do. Like linearly, this is what we have set out. This is what we are going to do. I think it, and maybe this is what you meant. I think it's more likely that he's going to say, Right now, we're in a position to at least win the Eastern Conference if you return. Like yes. We can guarantee you 
you can't even say guarantee, but we are more than likely the favorites if you return to the Raptors for this year. We are probably the favorites to run it back to the NBA Finals again. After that, it depends on if I'm Masai, I would say it depends on what you want to do, Kawhi. If you want to sign a one and one to see what Kyle Lowry and you know Mark Saul and Serge Ibaka and Fred Van Vliet are going to do, we can have that conversation in a year. But then I just feel like it's going to be deja vu, and all these players are going to say, we're going to wait to see what Kawhi wants to do. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be set in stone. So if he wants some validation if he wants something concrete then his best bet honestly is to go to LA because he knows LeBron and AD are going to be there for the next couple of years whereas Toronto's a gamble for this year that's why I just see it as a it's a one and one if he stays in Toronto it's a four if he goes to LA yeah I just I don't know I don't know I don't know but again, it's all speculation up until this point, right? I just, I don't know, man. There, there's, no, there's no team. If he signs in LA, there is no team. Like, you can't. You have to have two. Like, you have to have a guy in your starting lineup is on a veteran minimum, and then the rest of your bench has to be veteran minimum. Right. Right. Like that's on a team, man. Like I get it. If you have you have LeBron. You'd have arguably one of the best starting five, if not the best starting five in the league, no doubt. LeBron, um, AD, Kawhi, Kuzma, and you'd have to get a point guard unless you want LeBron, LeBron running your point. No, nah, I think Rondo would come back. Yeah, apparently they've offered him a vet minimum. Right. Um, and he's deciding. But um, even at that, man, like, yeah, it's that's a really good starting five. Then who's your bench? Oh my God! You have you have a Golden State Warriors scenario all over again, and then if you if you have injuries, if you if you get injured, like LeBron's not getting any younger. Right. We've seen his body start to deteriorate this year. If he's injured before the playoffs or during the playoffs, um, and then Kuzma gets hurt, and it's AD and Kawhi. Yeah, sure, you still have a, a decent shot, but I mean, oh my God, that's those two with eight veteran minimum players playing with you. Yeah, but who are they playing? Like, imagine that team going to the finals and LeBron gets hurt. Who are they worried about minus LeBron? Like, AD and Kawhi and, say, Rondo and Kuzma versus who in the East at that point? Who? Mm. Like, yeah. who are you scared oh, the of? East, the East, yeah, no, no, no one, nobody in the East. They'd have to get out of the West. But, okay, who are we scared of in the West at that point? Houston? I, I still think I still think at Golden State can put some stuff together, especially I actually really think that they should keep D'Angelo Russell um, and put Clay Thompson as a shooting, as a uh, small forward. Is he playing this season? Well, when he, when he comes back, I think, I think he's going to come back um, just in time for playoffs or a little bit before. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm giving the edge to LA, even if LeBron's hurt in this. Scenario. I would, yeah, I would, I would still give the edge to LA. I'm not, just being that you Utah might be a team that could challenge, but I still don't know. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I hate, I hate, I hate super teams. Yeah. Like the nets aren't going to be this threat in the East this year. KD's not coming back this season. No. 
right? Yeah. Uh, Raptors would certainly make the playoffs, but they're not going to be this dominant team because they don't have Kawhi Leonard in this scenario. Yeah, right? going to average 40 points a game in the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I love the optimism. Um, you know, uh, who else? Boston? Okay. Kemba Walker's uh, interesting. It's an interesting scenario with Kemba, but like that's not a team that I think and would trust beating an LA Lakers team in the finals. And if not the Lakers, yeah, like it. So what if Kawhi goes to LA, what East team is the powerhouse Philly? I'm not really, but like, are we saying that's a dominant team? No. Yeah. No. Philly, Philly just uh, in the, it's not because they're good. I actually don't think that they're great. I just think that the East is so weak. I think that the loss of Brogdon for the Bucks has um, it's massive effects. It's yeah. so inconsequential. Like, think about they kept. I think that Brogdon's a better player than Chris Middleton. Absolutely, not even close. And they, and they signed Middleton to a max. Yeah, and brought Lopez back. Who Brogdon's better? And again, two different positions. I'd rather have Brogdon than Lopez. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, shooting is the name of the game. Hate to tell you, but yeah, and Bro- uh, and um, Lopez can shoot a three. I get it, but you know it's not all automatic like Brogdon. Brogdon averaged what was his stat line? Like he had fifty, forty, ninety this year. Mm. Mm. That is that's rare. And he was impactful coming out of an injury into the yes. Eastern Conference Finals too. So executive of the year. You suck. Like <laughs> I would, if I was the owner, I'd be like, "What are you? What? What are you? What are you doing to my team? What is yeah. this?" Yeah. And who do you sign with? Indiana. Sign with Indiana. Yeah. Great move for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Oladipo and Brogdon together. Oh my god. Yeah. And Kojo is gone, so that uh, clears up some space right there. Yes. So yeah. Maybe Indiana's uh, Bo- the team. Boban. Uh, um, yeah. No, not Boban. Um, yeah. Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's gone. Um, he went to Utah. Great move. Big, great pickup for Utah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I just feel that, and again, I'm speaking as a Toronto Raptors fan. I'm speaking as a fan that defends this team south of your border on your Damn, day straight. on a daily basis, dude. Yeah, but it just seems like the smart money is in LA. Like, Vegas knows shit. They they really do, and it's a two to one odds that he's signing with LA. And I think the Raptors fell eight to one. Eight to one. Mm. When? I think last night. No. Uh huh. Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. I, I'm saying I'm saying no. Is like really? Yeah. Like... I know the Lakers are a two to one. It might not be eight to one with the Raptors. I might have that wrong, but I know it's a two to one odds for LA. The Lakers. Huh. And they know shit. What the fuck? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I still think that they, the the Raptors were the favorites for a reason heading into free agency. They were favored like a day ago. I think I think that you're I think that you are becoming that crazy cat lady conspiracy theorist that's like sits <laughs> in her her big lounger chair. And is just like looking for reasons to just take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Everyone listening, take a deep breath. Sit on a yoga mat or something. <laughs> I don't care. 
<laughs> and you know what? Here's how I think about it. I'm still confident. I think that the Raptors have done a great job. Um, they've done all that they can. If he chooses L.A., I wish you farewell, all the best, and we can rebuild to have Giannis come to Toronto in 2021. Yeah, I, look, I tweeted this out. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm throwing out so many hot takes here. Yeah, know. but that's not really a hot take because it makes a lot of sense because of the relationship. It makes the sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. Sense. Um, and given that Milwaukee's tying up a shit ton of cap right now to players that probably aren't worth that, Chris Middleton, um, you're going to have a situation in which Masai can use his uh, his magic to lure. A Giannis in but look I tweeted out that even if Kawhi leaves I'm not doom and gloom about the Raptors future because Masai has proven to uh, do what it takes to win a championship I'm not convinced that he's ready to see a rebuild long term especially after holding that Larry OB um, right yeah so uh, I just got to trust it me we've seen Kawhi break Super teams. We've seen Kawhi break families in Philly. We've seen Kawhi break the Miami Heat dynasty. Maybe Kawhi will break Vegas and he'll surprise us all and sign with the Raps. I, I, Damn straight. No, I'm. I just okay. So as as you're talking, I just looked up. The last thing that I found was a day ago from um, Odd Shark. Okay, and. The odds were uh, Raptors minus 125, Clippers plus 190, Lakers plus 190. Okay. I looked at this last night. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. I mean, maybe there are various Vegas sources. I don't know. Odd yeah. Shark is pretty pretty uh, on the pulse, though. Yeah, they are because they gather from... Um, they, gather, they gather from everything, right? Like, they gather from all these different... Avenues, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Well, we can put a bow on this. Um, so you are 100% confident that he's going to resign. There's no doubt in your body that he's going to LA, or is there just a smidge of doubt? Well, of course, of course, there's like you can't, like, I, if I was 100% certain, I'd be like, my sources have indicated to me that Kawhi Leonard's staying in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like that dude that's on Twitter that has those sources but doesn't yeah, actually have dude, the sources. Yeah, dude, what the fuck is up who's, with that guy? Who is that guy, man? Like, I that guy know. needs to go. Who is that dude called one thing right out of, like, thro- like literally spewing out of his ass? And he's like, oh, yeah, I have sources. <laughs> I have sources too, bro. Doesn't mean that, like, my sources are my next-door neighbor. Doesn't mean that, like, he's right. <sighs> Yeah, well, let me let me make uh, this clear. I have zero sources, okay? Yeah. <laughs> my 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 sources are um my sources are Woj and Shams. Yeah, Twitter. That's what <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <sighs> Well yeah. yeah. So all right. Uh, so I'd love I'd love I'd love to see Kawhi Leonard back. Obviously, I don't think any Raptors fans like, please leave. Let's start a new but um if he goes you know what? I say thank you very much. We won a Larry OB. I'm thrilled. If he stays, we run it back. We win two more. Let's go. Done. Just like Serge said. Big boss man. We win two. Okay. How hungry are you? It's hungry enough. Two um, OBs. All right. All right. I, I Again, I love the optimism, and I hope to God I'm wrong. Man, I hope I'm wrong. And oh, I hope you are, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, like, usually I am about this. If you, again, we don't, 
I don't encourage people to go back into the archives of this show only because like the information is outdated. But if you want to go back to the rumors of Kawhi coming to the uh, Raptors episode, um, not when he was signed, the episode before that, it, it's the one entitled, the episode entitled Kawhi, it's the one before that when I'm like, I don't see this happening. I don't think it's going to happen. So I've been wrong before. I've been yeah. dead wrong before. Hopefully who I is, am right who now. Who was texting you like this? Dude, this could very well happen. Like I can see this happening. Blah, 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 blah. That was me. That was you and Jordan. The voice of reason. And well, yeah. And, and Jordan. Yeah. Props, uh, props to Jordan at 416 basketball on Twitter. Go follow him. Yeah. He's tall. Um, yeah, we were in your ear about it. I was like, dude, this I think this is going to happen. No way. He won't, he can't pull it off. He's not going to want to even like pl- like stay in Toronto anyways. He's just for rental. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, I'm telling you. I've been there. believe in me. I have my sources. Believe <laughs> in me. <laughs> I got the Woj notifications on. I have yeah, sources. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you before you read it. And that's my source. <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about the other happenings throughout the NBA, and we can put a bow on this. Um, So the significant moves that I have off the top of my dome right now, and we already mentioned a couple, but uh, obviously Kevin Durant and Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan going to Brooklyn. That's a nice little threesome there. Um, D'Angelo Russell in turn going to Golden State. Jimmy Butler going to Miami. Uh, J.J. Redick going to the Pelicans. That's interesting. Um, Corey Joseph going to the Kings, Al Horford going to Philly on a highly overpaid uh, deal. And Woj just contract. tweeted nothing to do with Kawhi. Seth, uh, yeah, Seth Curry agreed to Dallas. Um, that just broke right now. Um, yeah, I see that. Yep. Uh, Kemba Walker going to Boston and Terry Rozier getting massively overpaid in Charlotte. Um those are the most significant moves that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Patrick Beverly going to the Clippers, but are staying with the Clippers. Yeah. Great deal. Um, What, if any, do you think impacts the Raptors most? And I think the obvious answer would be the Brooklyn trades or signings rather. Um, Yeah, obviously I don't think that has as much of an impact this year. Um, I think that Brooklyn maybe gets like a three to four seed depending on how good or not good Boston is this year. Because mm-hmm. I think that it would be, um, if it's worse, I'm, I'm assuming in this hypothetical um, argument that Kawhi would come back. So it would be it would be Raptors, because that's what I believe. So it would be Raptors, uh, Bucks, 76ers, I believe, are the top three um, in no particular order. Uh, actually, the Sixers below the Actually, I don't know if the Sixers are below the box. Yeah, they're pretty much dead even. They're, I they're pretty much even, yeah. And if Kawhi comes back, it's Raptors 1 and then 2A, 2B with right. um, uh, Bucks and 76ers. But, um, yeah, I think that Brooklyn can can get like a four seed this year, probably a second round bounce if they match up with the Raptors in the playoffs, assuming health, obviously, and Kawhi coming back. But um, the second year is where they'd really start to make a move in the East and become deadly. Um, I, I think, I, I think that a very significant move that benefited the Raptors was Jimmy Butler going to Miami. Mm. I think that I don't understand his motive in this. He clearly doesn't want to win a title climate. It's gotta be like this guy talks about wanting to win all the time. Then he goes to a team that's 
in cap purgatory mm-hmm. and can't move off these terrible contracts and probably won't for another three to four years be competitive. I don't get it. So either way, I'm thrilled as a Raptors fan because he's off the 76ers, and that's really the main... I, I'm sorry, that's the main culprit of who gave us fits in the 76er series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, not to bring it back totally, but when we heard of rumors of Kawhi wanting to play with Jimmy on the Clippers, seeing him wanting to play in Miami and getting that sign and trade to Miami, that gave all Raptors fans a sigh of relief. So, yes. um, and by the way, we'll just tweeted Curry deal is four years, 32 million. That's not bad. Um, That's pretty good. Actually. I yeah. think that will, I think if, if Curry, if uh, Seth Curry keeps trending the way that he is, I think that by the, last two years of that deal it's going to be a really nice deal for um uh, who do you sign with the Mavs? dallas yeah 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 that's gonna be a really nice deal for the Mavs. yeah um so bringing it back to jimmy i do think that the the miami you know pursuing miami actually because it seemed like he was all about it after their meeting and from what i read that he was um amped up about how they gave Dwayne Wade his send-off. The problem is, I don't know if that's going to be replicated to Jimmy Butler, only because he hasn't been like this lifelong Miami Heat guy uh, in much the same vein that Dwayne Wade had. But I do understand the attractive nature of playing in Miami with, the again, the climate and this, again, not to shit on Toronto as a destination, but I understand that players wanting to play in warm climates, I get it. Um, He obviously, as you mentioned, doesn't really really care much about winning a championship because that doesn't seem to be in the cards for them, especially in the near future. Um, this might bump them up to like a seven seed, six seed in the playoff at best. Um, but I don't see them pushing the, ne- I don't see him in white side really pushing the needle that much. No. Um, and white is going to have to stay in Miami's contract is it's bad is mental. Yeah. And he's, well, it's, I don't even think white is going to start. I think Bam out of bio has got the starting role. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So it's oh, that's like there's so much going down in Miami where you're like, what? Like this doesn't this really made no sense. I think that they can push a playoff spot to be like the seventh eighth seed, like mm. you're saying, and they'll get bounced first round. Um, bringing it back to um, the Celtics, I know the Kemba Walker signing that took everybody by surprise. You like to talk about Milwaukee having bad executives. You can call him the greatest of all time on the court, and I would not argue with you, but Michael Jordan has to be considered the worst owner in basketball next to Dolan because how do you not re-sign your franchise guy to a max deal and let him walk in exchange for Terry Rozier? You can't sell your fan base on Terry Rozier. (laughs) I don't understand that, like, what is what is MJ doing? I don't know. What is he doing? Like you, you're not gonna give a max deal to Kemba, but you're gonna throw twenty million a year at Terry fucking Rogier. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Getting paid more than senior to Fred VanVleet, <laughs> <laughs> NBA champion Fred VanVleet makes oh, less than Terry Rozier. For Christ's sake! I I swat, like that's why it's weird. The East. In free agency, like they got significantly worse because they made some of the dumbest moves I've ever seen. Yeah, Terry oh, yeah. Rozier, the 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 Sixers sign Harris to a max. 
and then bring in Al Horford on this stupid contract that won't even be good by year two. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, shit, we got this guy for three more years at this price? Oh, no. Tobias Harris will be the worst contract in basketball after his after two years. Worse I than don't, Terry. I don't worse, worse than Terry. <sighs> worse than Terry. Worse than a Timothy Mozgov contract, wow. bro. Okay? That... Tobias Harris is not a good player. He's not He's not a max player. He chokes in the playoffs. Clearly, playoffs don't matter to the 76ers because they let Jimmy Butler walk and they keep Tobias Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots. They, and J.J. Reddick's gone. No one yeah. talks about that. No, we He did. went to Pelicans. <laughs> we should give David... Oh, yeah, I guess. We should give David Griffin executive of the year already. Can we just trade that trophy and take it off of Horse desk and put it on David Griffin's? Because really... That's who you should go to next year if the Pelicans have any type of success. Yeah, there, there should be a lot of optimism surrounding New Orleans right now. Oh my God, if I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan, I know there's not many of them, but if I if I'm one oh, of yeah. them, I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, what mm-hmm. a day for me. Brooklyn Nets fans should be happy. Pelicans fans should be happy. Um, Dallas Clippers fans, Clippers fans should be happy. Dallas fans should be happy. Yeah, we didn't talk uh, about Chris Tapps. Chris Tapps signed a max there. What a great, what a steal for the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Like, they take it right out of the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. <laughs> they, t- they steal Porzingis from the Knicks. The Knicks are like, great, now we can sign all these free agents. Yeah. I'm Jim Dolan, and I'm the best owner ever. And everyone's like, no, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go play Stephen A. Smith today. I saw him on TV. Guys, guys literally on suicide watch. He's weeping. Dude, he's depressed. Yeah. Like, I, like he goes, "This is the worst day in Nick's history." This dude is gonna. Ju- he's he's literally going to like off himself on live TV. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried for his mental health because um, it's I I feel. Oh my god, he's. You can see the sadness in his eyes. You can see the sadness of his eyes. It's like it's like he just like a family member's passed away. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not about it. Um. You you signed Julius Randle, Taj Gibson. Who else did they sign? Reggie Bullock and some other dude. Exactly, some other dude. Some that's, other dude. That's, that's all and it they is. spent like they spent like like total, not not AEB, but like total. It was like 110, 120 million dollars. And they refused to sign Kevin Durant because they were worried about the yeah they were worried about the Achilles injury. <laughs> Look, oh. when you sign a guy or have the opportunity rather to sign a you know, franchise-shifting player like Kevin Durant, I don't care if he has both Achilles torn. You (laughs) sign that guy and secure it because the talent doesn't lie. Yeah, he might have some problems with his versatility and his movement and his, like, lateral quickness at at year two of that. But three and four, oh, man, like, he should be good to go. And even if he doesn't have that lateral movement, he still can shoot. He still stretches the floor, and he's still a threat to the defense. So why you don't pull the trigger on that? Adam Silver should force him to sign that team because a market like New York is prestigious, right? That is an embarrassment to New York City, and that's saying a lot because that's like the NBA hub right there. And I feel like the NBA has a a vested interest to make sure the Knicks are good or at least a conversation point. And Dolan is just shitting all over that. No, the New York is uh, it's a Nets town now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
New York is thriving. New York is doing great. The city is great. The Knicks are shit. Yeah. And you're completely right. Dolan should Dolan should sell that team. There's so many former players that have come out and they're like, we would never, ever want to play for the Knicks. Yeah. Ever. And that is so sad because that is a storied franchise. But I really don't care because New York can go fly a kite. Doesn't matter to me. I don't like New York. But as a from a basketball fan perspective and understanding uh, historic roots and ties, the Knicks deserve better. Their fans don't deserve better, but the but the team deserves better. And I feel bad for RJ Barrett. It's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he's like he's probably thinking he gets drafted. He's like sick. I'm going to play with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Like we're going to run this bitch and like we're going to be so sick. And now he's looking around. He's like, okay, yeah, I got to be the I got to be the face of this team now. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. But as a rookie, you may want that to start, you know, Ah, he might or he might not. I th- I just I feel like there's going to be very unrealistic expectations for Jay Bear coming out, and I feel like if that guy doesn't average like twenty eight and five, that Knicks fans are going to shit on him, and that's so unfair. Yeah. But um, I just I know Knicks fans, they're so unrealistic, and then they get so cocky every year on June 29th. Every year on June 29th, oh, we're going to be so much better. So we're going to sign all these free agents or not. And then they and then they're, they're, they they suck. Yeah, they suck. No one wants to play for your team because you're trash. You are a trash organization, trash ownership. You kick out fans for making whoa, signs. Whoa, whoa, you whoa, kick whoa, out. Whoa, whoa. Bre- breaking news! Breaking news! Hassan Whiteside just got traded. I see that. Yep. To, uh, Portland for Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard, the different Leonard. <laughs> Myers Leonard had a unreal playoff series against the Warriors. But you can't yeah, it's, that sounds like five it's like four games, so it doesn't matter. Serendipitous, but, man. We were just talking about him. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> um Huh. I broke your train of thought. I'm sorry. We were talking no, no, about no. New York. No, 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 no. I'm I'm thinking no, I'm thinking about this this trade and I'm just thinking about I think that that's a bad trade for Portland. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're picking up a salary. That's it. That's like, why. That's why. If it's if it were just talking player for player, like we're talking like taking salaries aside, then maybe. But Sam Whiteside's got a big contract, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, you're unloading at that point, but I, it might be a last ditch effort to really um push the needle in Portland just for this year because, you know, they re-signed Dame. Dame is looking like he's on a mission right now, so. Um, I don't mind it. I don't think it's terrible. Um, but it, it does clear up some shit for Miami, though. That's for sure. Especially for their future moving forward. Yeah. So, um, mm. Rolling it back to the Mavericks, though. Um, Drogic signed there, right? So that's a nice little threesome with Drogic, Luca, and Chris Stapps. I think that's nice. And uh, the Mavericks are up on the up and up, man. They really are. I, I know that Curry and Drogic, that might be a little redundant, but... Um, Drogic would, I assume, would start and uh, Curry would come off the bench. I don't think, I think you could do a lot worse there. Oh, I think that that's for, for what you're working with and for the players that you have, your main focus is Luca and Chris Stapps. Once mm-hmm. Chris Stapps is healthy and ready to play. Um, 
that's the the pieces that they have surrounded those guys with the mavericks have done a great job um mark cuban is one of the best owners in sport um he wants to make sure that his team is competing but he also understands that you can't just buy players right <laughs> right like he traded up to get luca or he, or he made a trade to get luca um he's he uh, he knows and obviously he's not the one that's necessarily coordinating it but he's the one who's saying like yeah let's go in this direction right um he's clearly employing the right people in dallas to make the moves necessary to be a competing team all around whether that's free agent acquisitions trades drafts um they're doing a great job there and and i would i would anticipate them in a couple of years to be one of those teams that are like look if if the Lakers end up building a dynasty team or someone else is the new Golden State Warriors 2.0, um, the Mavericks could be the team to dethrone that or or take or try to take that mantle. Right. So um, I really like what Dallas is doing. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Luca. I think Luca's I think Luca could be um, arguably I think that he could be the face of the NBA in a few years. Ooh, that's wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's definitely the face I, of that franchise for sure. He's he is the face of that franchise. Um, he will have. A, I think he will have a more profound effect uh, than what Dirk had, right. because I think Dirk, oh, wow. I think Dirk was too, I think Dirk was too ahead of his time, and nobody, and and well, not nobody. There's a lot of people I appreciate what Dirk did. Obviously, I just think that what Dirk was doing, especially with the range that he had, was ahead of his time, and people were like, wow, that's cool. But I think if he came into the NBA now and was doing that, and he was in his prime, people would be like, this guy's a god. Mm. So I just think that um, Luca's learned a lot from Dirk, and and I think that he's going to take that mantle and have a more profound impact for um, the NBA than Dirk did. Your hope is that the uh, the drama or the uh, the personal drama or whatnot, the attitude problems that uh, Porzingis is rumored to have, you're hoping that's not true and that he can not fuck up the chemistry there that I'm sure will be developed. Funny. So I hope he does. I too. think, I think, I think that that was just leaked by the Knicks because mm. they were salty that Porzingis wanted out. So they're probably, okay, we'll leave you with a nice parting gift on our way out. Say so this guy's a can- locker room cancer. Yeah, I can see that's, that. That's what I think. I haven't, and, and you really know when you start to hear from other players or other teammates or former teammates where they're kind of like, They'll retweet something and they'll put the little eye emojis or they'll put the little like like little thumb emojis or something like that, you know, like just to sort of like subtly confirm or whatever. Right. Right. But I haven't seen anything like that. I haven't I haven't heard anything like that. I just I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to believe that until um, until I hear about it. But well, um, otherwise, I, I don't have any real notable signings. I know Terrence Ross is staying in Orlando. MCW is staying in Orlando. Um, JV secured the bag for three years in Memphis. Good for Happy him. For him. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I have to agree with what Jordan tweeted out that he's probably the best player on the Grizzlies right now. I don't disagree. Yes, um, yes he is. DeLon Wright is still floating out there right now. Um, I, I don't know if I'm not sure the Grizzlies didn't tender him, right? He's, he's UFA right now. No, I think he's UFA, but I'm not hundred percent certain. Okay. I don't think that they tendered him though. Okay. All right. Well, 
I mean, he's still out there, too. Um, and for Raptors faithful here, uh, Vince is out there, too. But I, I have to assume that Masai's focus right now, as it should be, is on Kawhi Leonard, and he'll deal with the scraps later. Um, but we can wrap it up here. Uh, just a final thought, though. It's about 20 of 1 p.m. Canada Day. You're saying Leonard returned to the Raptors. Um what is your feeling on a deal to bring it back to that? Do you think it's going to be a one-on-one or are you, are you one of the people that are hopeful that it's going to be a max deal and he's going to secure the bag? I've always, well, not always a very over the most over the course of the year, for the most part, I've been thinking it's going to be a one-on-one okay. because um, I've been seeing again, it's just the way the contracts are set up with this team. I'm saying, okay, it's probably going to be a one-on-one. Maybe he opts out just to see what's going on and then figure it out again in a year, try to run it back, win another ship. I think that the injuries that happened to Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant have changed his perspective a little bit. And they changed mine. And I think that now if you're an NBA player more than ever, secure the bag. And then if you're not happy, just, you know, you've seen all these players already be like, I'm not happy. Get me out. Right. And for the most part, they get out. Right. And and I and I have no doubt that if Kawhi Leonard came up to Masai Jiri and the Raptors were sort of struggling or whatever, he's not happy. He goes up to Masai, he goes, yo, man, it's time. I got to go. Do you think that Masai Jiri is going to be like, no, no, you're not. I just I just feel like Masai has enough respect for his players if a superstar came up to him and he's like, I've tried, man, I just, I need to go. If he signed a five-year deal in year three, he's like the same working man. Like, I think that Masai would move off of him then and we would get a massive return for him. Maybe this is more optimistic out, out view of him just signing a five-year, but I've always believed it was going to be one and one but now I don't know. I think it would be half and like, like it's like a 50 50 to me. I don't know. I just think that it's more realistic to consider a five-year deal now because of the injuries that occurred in the playoffs than only a one and one and sort of take a risk, especially with his previous injury history, even though it would be managed well by the Raptors, you still never know. I think that's prudent. And I think that is, you know, when it comes to securing the bag or making sure you're, um, you're, you're safe in that regard and you're, you're well fed. I get that. Um, but for me, there's really no difference between doing that and a one-on-one. That's why I lean towards the one-on-one because if he's re-signing with the Raptors, I think he is doing so because he trusts the, the medical staff to keep him healthy, right? And to make sure like the load management and shit, obviously you can't, um, predict or prevent any injuries that are on the floor while you're playing, but he just seems so, uh, solid and, uh, purposeful that I, I just don't, the chances of him getting injured and suffering a career ending injury, I think are rather low when it comes to how he maintains his body and the movements on the floor. Um, so I, I, Lean towards the one and one just to see what's going on with the Raptors to run it back one year if he is to re-sign. Um, 
I just think that is the most likely scenario, and then he can be like, okay, tried it again, we succeeded or we didn't, now I'm going to L.A., no problems. Um, or We'll see, though. I, I think it's interesting that, you know, you say, um, you know, no GM or president or what have you wants a player on their team that doesn't want to be there, right? That opens up a huge can of worms of locker room chemistry getting all fucked up, um, bad PR, bad press. You don't want any of that. You want to be the GM to be like, all right, we'll make sure you're happy. Like, that is good press for the Raptors at that point. Um, But it's going to be interesting. Look, nothing has been tweeted out. It's about 1245. Nothing has been tweeted out. Nothing's been reported. Of course, when this recording ends, it's going to be uh, reported. But hopefully, knock on desk, that doesn't happen. But I'm leaning towards a one-on-one if he resigns with the Raptors. But my gut is telling me something's not right. My gut is telling me that if if he was going to stay with the Raptors, we would know it by now. And the decision would be made. There's a reason why he's taking his time. And that's what scares me. Because he knows what the Raptors have to offer. He knows what's available for him. Right now we're playing the waiting game. I get it. It's uncomfortable for Raptors fans. I hate seeing Laker fans like blow up Twitter with these these stupid tweets about a super team bringing it back to LA and the Lake show. I hate it. You hate to see it, but this is what we have to deal with. So I'm hoping you're right, man. I love your optimism and I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping to channel that today for sure. Yeah, Kawhi's going to bring his DeMar DeRozan and swerve the Lakers and say, smell ya, I'm going back to Toronto. That's what's going to happen. Lakers fans get Lakers and Knicks fans are the cockiest fan bases on July on, on June 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're getting everybody in there and their mothers and their families and this and that. And then we're going to we're going to have uh, Lakers are going to have a starting five of Clay Thompson, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard. And uh, we're going to get the uh, uh, Kemba Walker as our point guard and then have a bench <laughs> of uh, Jokic. And oh, we're going to trade for Jokic. We're gonna, and like it's they don't they they literally don't make sense that you, you hear their arguments. and You're like, do you guys actually listen to yourselves? No. You know how unrealistic <laughs> all this is probably because there's a cap in this league. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're so toxic. Well, hopefully the remedy is uh, Kawhi signing with Toronto. But, look, apologies in advance if uh, this episode is immediately outdated with uh, (laughs) any news regarding uh, Kawhi signing with whoever. Um, Apologies if we missed any notable free agent signings. I don't believe we did, but apologies if uh, if we did. Um, that being said, I just want to take this opportunity. I took this week off from vacation. I am off this week. No work. I always make it a point to take off Canada Day and celebrate it down here in the States. Connor knows I bought a 12-pack of blue. I'm going to be yeah. chilling on that all day. Yeah. Even if you don't like the Blue Jays, I highly encourage you just have it on, even if it's background noise. It's a sign of summer. It's a sign of July 1st for me. Seeing that big-ass Canadian flag in center field singing, oh, Canada, it's great. Um, I had some maple bacon today. I'm not trying to like make fun or poke fun of anything. I'm just trying to celebrate as best that I know possible. Um, if I could make poutine, I would, but I know I'll just butcher wow. it. So, um 
Everybody that is listening that resides north of the border, have a very, very, very happy and safe Canada Day. I know it sucks that it's on a Monday. Um, if you have to work tomorrow, you still have all day to get shitty and to celebrate. But uh, right. you too, Connor, you and your family have a very sa- safe and happy Canada Day. That being said, I'll let you take the floor, promote any and everything you got going on. Go for it, dude. Floor is yours. Uh, all right. So... Um... The, you can follow me on Twitter at to underscore sports views. Check out the website, torontosportsviews.com. And I will be uh, putting out a podcast very soon, some at some point, I don't know, on uh, my podcast, the TSV podcast. Um, I, I don't know exactly what I want to do yet because there's NHL free agency today as well. So um, July 1st is a massive day for um, a lot of basketball and hockey fans because it's a two in one. Yeah. So I have I have uh, news breaking of uh, hockey signings as we're recording this, too. So there's a lot that goes on on this day. And it's awesome, especially when you're at a Jays game and and on Canada Day and your phone is dinging. of <laughs> basketball and hockey signings you're like i am in sports heaven right now <laughs> you're just in and it's 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 a euphoric feeling so um yeah ch- check it out i will probably do one where i can uh summarize both but that might be a very jam-packed episode so i might do two <laughs> perfect and uh and yeah so we'll be we'll be launching that soon uh and uh yeah i just wanted to thank you very much my man yeah no worries um the links to Connor's Twitter handles, the T, uh, Toronto Sports Views Twitter handle, his personal Twitter handle, uh, the link to the podcast will be in the description of the show. Um, I appreciate everyone listening. Happy Canada Day, and uh, hopefully Kawhi stays. Connor, I'll you talk st- to you soon. You stay, baby. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the South of the Six podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at South of the Six and subscribe to our show. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, we're everywhere. While you're at it, if you liked what you heard, do us a solid and leave us five stars and a quick review. We appreciate it. Thanks again. Go Jays and Raptors.